Welcome back to the Bike Talk Podcast. I'm your host, Dave Mabel. As you may remember from episode number 10, when I took you on the 100K gravel race called Serum, I promised I'd bring you the women's champion, Marissa Boaz. Last week, I snuck into a rare opening on her busy calendar, as she is a busy mother of four. She is the wife of another bike racer, Austin Boaz, and she makes time to train for her fairly newfound love of racing bikes at a very high level. Before I introduce you to Marissa, I'd like to invite you to throw your mountain bike on your car and head to Iowa for the Iowa Mountain Bike Championship Series, or IMBCS. While the series kicked off at the Sylvan Island Stampede earlier in April, there are still six races left, and all of them showcase some awesome little trail system in Iowa. Iowa single track is fun and flowy. And the IMBCS is a great introduction to some of these trails. So check out the calendar with information on each race and venue, as well as the current standings at www.bikeiowa.com backslash IMBCS. We hope to see you there this summer. Now back to Marissa. Marissa began racing only a few years ago, but jumped in quickly and with both feet. I remember my wife, Dee, who's a pretty decent rider herself. She actually held the course record at Serum for a year. She has a couple of tandem podiums at Leadville and a whole bunch of podiums in local road, gravel, mountain bike, and cross races. Anyway, I remember when Dee first started talking about Austin's wife, who would show up on group rides or at local races. And I'm like, who? She's like Austin Boaz's wife, Marissa. She's really fast. Well, yep, she is really fast. And this year she found herself on a Midwest gravel team, the Mazda Lauf team. And she is headed to some big gravel races this summer. But she's also throwing her leg over her road bike and joining the Lux Cycling Development Team for some big deal races like the Redlands Stage Race and the National Pro Road Race. Well, I should shut up and let her tell you her story. Ladies and gentlemen, I would like to introduce you to Marissa Boaz. So Marissa, um, I'm kind of excited for this because I really haven't gotten a chance to get to know you at all. Yeah. You're riding in a different group than I am typically, which is kind of fun. You probably know Dee better than I, not better than I know Dee, but better than (laughs) I know you. Uh, so I'm excited to get to know you and and uh, see how your world's going. Sure. Thanks for having me. Yeah, absolutely. Um, before, I want to talk about your year ahead and your your whole new team, and that's super exciting. But I also want to talk about Serum and your day on Serum. You rocked it out. Um, three, what was your time? Three? I think it was three... 20? I was going to say 320 something, yeah, which is cooking. Was... You were top 10 overall, weren't you? Eight? I think I was 11th. 11th. Yeah. Okay. Sorry, I was giving you a little more credit than. <laughs> That's okay. Uh, you, did, you did awesome. It was a, uh, actually, it was a nice day. Um, how was it for you? Tell yeah, me about it, Serum. It turned out to be a lot nicer day than I was expecting with the ice and snow two days before. Um, 
yeah, it was just a really fun race. My teammate from Minnesota came down, Chase Work, and he actually stayed here, and so I got to meet him and know him, and um, I was telling him about some of the features of the course, you know, where the big hills are and um, where the bridge is out on North River Run or North River Road. So he expected that. It sounds yeah. like uh, it sounds like um, Firehelm Luke Firehelm did not know about the bridge out and oh, was okay. like, "Oh my god!" And he was in the lead at that point. And he's yeah. like, "What do I do? The road's closed. The bridge is out." <laughs> so it was good intel for yeah. him to know that. You're yes. going to go through a road close sign. The advantage of having teammates. For sure, so, it is. It yeah. is one of the advantages. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, so I was um, rolling with the top men's group for the first while, and we were just climbing some hills pretty strongly. And I, on one of the climbs, I, I don't love that yo-yo effect up the hill where, like, the climbing slows. And so I pulled off to the side and just kind of climbed at my own pace. And... I accidentally got a gap. I, I went too hard <laughs> on the hill and I broke away with um, one of the guys from Nebraska. I don't know his name, but he's super strong, really big dude. And um, he was like cruising on his aero bars. And I was like, oh no, like I look back, should I go with him? Should I not? And I decided to go with him, which now in retrospect, I wish I would have just hung you know, settled back down with the group. Um, we were off the front for maybe 10 minutes, eight to 10 minutes, but... Off the front, off the front? Off the front, off the front, yeah. Wow. Um, but he was cruising, he was going really fast, and I was like quickly realizing like, this isn't good for, <laughs> for me right now. It was just cooking me a little too fast too early on in the race and so how many miles in is this um i don't even know maybe like 10 miles in okay so, so it was relatively early relatively early yeah, yeah. because it, we had wind in our face for the most part really for 40 miles yeah. so to get out there in front that yep. early you'd have a lot of work to do yes yes it would be a lot of work to do so I mean, um, yeah, so I stayed with him for a while for just, I mean, it really wasn't that long, um, just like 10 minutes or so. And then that was enough to aggravate the group behind us. And, the, you know, we were just like target, you know, dangling there. Yep. <laughs> we kind of um, got them going. So they came and caught us. And by the time they caught us, they were quickly passing us. And I tried to hang on to them. And I didn't, and so I fell off the that lead men's group, and so I was like, "Oh, that's a huge bummer." You know? Right. I wanted to stick with them, um, and so I just picked myself back up. I was by myself, and luckily, um, well, not lucky for him, but Ryan Tweeden, he uh, dropped his chain mm. on one of the big hills. I think it was um, the one by Beaver Creek, or. Uh, Anyway, I can't remember exactly which one, but... There, there are a lot of them. There's a lot of them, yeah. But he dropped his chain, and we just started riding together, and we were pretty equally matched. And so we caught up to a men's group that had come off the top men's group. Um, 
And so we were rolling with them for a while. And then Ryan started attacking them. And I'm like, I'm going with Ryan. Oh, wow. <laughs> like right away. So like we caught back up to one of those groups. And then I decided to stay with Ryan. And we just pretty much started dwindling our group down through the punchy hills. And it was like I would look back and there's less and less guys with us. And um, so then we started catching people who had been spewed out the back of the very top men's group um and yeah so that was it was pretty much that way for the rest of the race um and we it was nice when we turned going north again we finally had that tailwind and which it was, was like, heaven we are cruising yeah yeah <laughs> so it we might not have been heaven miles. Because everybody's a hero in a tailwind. And so <laughs> yeah. I would imagine if you were with people, like fireworks start going off or were people just excited no. to get home? Actually, we, at that point, we were passing people that had just been cooked from the top men's group and they tried to stay with us, but they didn't. They hmm. couldn't. So it was just Tweedin and I just finishing out it out. And then the last like 30 seconds, he put in an attack and he crossed the finish line. He was the 10th one. So. <laughs> But he, he, did, he did great. Is he proud of that moment in his life? <laughs> I think so. Yeah. No, no, he did great with the bad luck. You know, dropping a chain is never fun. True, um, that's true. But he worked hard and we definitely took turns pulling, which was, which was fun. I love those punchy hills of Madison County. I'm glad somebody does. <laughs> I love to be done with them. Yeah. 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 Oh, well, that's awesome. That's that fireworks are going off. That's impressive. That's a strong ride. Yeah. So that's made, a super made some ride. mistakes, but, um, you know, also was able to finish it really strongly and stay with a, a strong person. It was nice. Sometimes I'm like by myself for the last half of a race and it's just you and your bike and the gravel and the wind. So. Yep. Yep. What's your uh, sweet spot for distance? Um, I like the 100Ks are really fun. 100 miles are long, but I feel like very raceable. Um, this year I'm trying, well, I've done one 150 gravel worlds. That was the longest ride and time on a bike I had ever done was that race. <laughs> that seemed long. Um, but I'm hoping to build more uh, my resilience up a little bit and endurance up and do like 120, 150 a few more times. I mean, that's the plan. I'm signed up for over 100 mile races this year. Not too many, but right around 100. Yeah. So. Wow. That's crazy. I am curious. You have not been at least riding with the you haven't been in the cycling scene forever no, no, no. fairly new i remember uh and i'll do a little introduction of d uh pre-show but mm -hmm. uh i remember d saying oh this this marissa austin's wife showed up she's like really strong <laughs> like where did you come from how did you like you came quick Oh, yeah. into the front, into the pointy end of the, the, not just the group rides, but the races. Yeah, that's nice to say. In some ways, I feel like it's been quick. In some ways, I feel like it's been 
maybe a little slower just because, um, you know, I have kids and responsibilities and like there's races that I can't go to and for sure um, my husband also races and so he goes to races and I don't go to races and so um, some sometimes I feel like may, I could have upgraded you know and gone through the USA cycling ranks even faster if I didn't have like you know other life things but it's all good I feel like going through it more slowly in some ways is has been good for my development and learning and I've needed all of the experience and practice that I can get. I've been racing for more than 35 <laughs> years and I'm still learning things. So yeah, yeah, it, it is but, never ending or should be never ending. In some ways it's it has been quick, I feel like, because, um, well, I grew up playing sports, volleyball and basketball and I played um, volleyball in college, and then after that, I had a family and was done with sports, and I started just kind of running for fun to do something to, because I have always loved athletics and being outside and just moving my body. It just feels like it brings me more joy and fulfills me, um, and so... Yeah, I got into running and kind of maybe built a little bit of endurance up. Like I would do half marathons and I did one mm. marathon, um, but I did several halves and just learned to love the competition again. Like signing up for a race, that was the motivation of me getting out the door and having a goal, you know. So that brought a lot of fulfillment. Um, Were you, are, you, are you a fast runner? Um, I've won a 5k once. Sweet. That's awesome. <laughs> but not, you know, not super fast. Um, but at the same time, like I, I was just training on my own. I had no idea how to even train and it was more of just for fill, for fun and to do something. Um, but then getting into cycling. So my husband was into biking and I was you know, I always thought like, oh, it takes so much time. Like you go on the three hour ride and I can go on a run for an hour and feel like it's... <laughs> That's why running's beautiful. <laughs> yeah. And so, um, but I eventually like started riding a little more just for fun with him. And then after my fourth child, well, my second, third and fourth child, I started like progressively... During each pregnancy, I got worse and worse varicose veins oh. and um, had some blood clot issues with that, which wasn't great. So after my fourth pregnancy, two days after I had I delivered her, I had this like major blood clot that like exploded in my leg. Oh, that's bad. <laughs> yeah, it was bad. And so um, I running wasn't like great at the time and cycling was better on my legs and I had how long a, after could you exercise again yeah so I had to wait a full year and I had to get a surgery on it wow. on my leg and so um the the original blood clot like healed within I don't know a few weeks maybe four weeks but then after I had the surgery it took like six months and there was no like heavy weightlifting or like heavy impact and so cycling was like more of what I could do and I started like okay this is like 
what I'm doing mm -hmm. <laughs> for now. Um, and then like, so I had, I started building up some more like fitness and endurance on the bike. And then Austin was doing the, what was it? The Clear Lake barbecue blues crit one yep. of the days. And we were going up there and he's like, honey, why don't you jump into the woman's cat five race? And I'm like, you're kidding, right? And then <laughs> I thought about it. I'm like, okay, maybe I should. So he, you know, like helped me warm up on the trainer and told me about the course. And I rode the course once and I was like scared out of my mind <laughs> because it, all the women were racing together. We raced with oh, the cat yeah. one, two, three, four, five. Yep. Um, and so anyway, I did that race and I couldn't stay with the top woman, but I was like, wow, these women are strong. Like, you couldn't stay with the top women like no, not the Liz Van Howling and Dee yeah, no, and like the no. girls from Minnesota yeah. and the I, okay. I mean, that's okay to, yeah, yeah. on your very first race to not stay with the Cat Ones. No, well, um, Austin pointed out Dee. He's like, she's really strong. Let's try to stay with her, and it was like, no, I couldn't stay with her. But I had met Dee and talked to her a little bit. Um, but in the Cat Fives, I think I got second place, and I was like, what? Like. It was a surprise. You That's know? awesome. So I was really inspired just with the other women of how strong they were. And I mm -hmm. was like, I like, I think I'm interested in this. Like, what if I trained, you know, like more consistently and started doing this? Like maybe I could, you know, that was, that kind of was like the spark that mm -hmm. kind of piqued my interest. And, and from then on, I started training regularly so it was that winter i um how long at what year do you remember that was in late 2018 because it was a year okay so after. a whole four years ago <laughs> yeah yep and so that was the only race i had did i did that year and then i started training that winter um a little bit i mean it was like I would go to Austin and I'd be like, what should I do for my workout? And he'd be like, oh, you can do this and this, you know? Perfect. <laughs> so I'm like, Perfect. okay, Did you I'll listen to your husband? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, he awesome. Was, he was awesome. experienced. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. Yep. So that's how it started. And then uh, did more races in 2019. And then in 2020, you know, things sh shut down. Right. And... I was pretty successful in the 2019 races and I thought all like, road crit stuff. I did, um, road and then cyclocross too. Oh, okay. So I won like the cat four road race champ, you know, like uh -huh. state, um, here in Iowa. And then I also won the cat four, um, the cyclocross. Oh, sure. Yeah. Yep. In Altoona. Yeah. In Altoona. So that was fun. And I thought like, you know, what if I like kept on, I wonder how good I could get if I kept on training. And so, um, it was right after, was it right before? I think it was right after COVID started. I hired a coach mm. like that knew a little bit more of what they were doing. Cause at the time Austin was busy with work and he was like, I don't really know what I'm doing myself. Like, I don't know. You know, you just always I'm, question yourself. Your bike, yeah. Right? Yeah. So, um, yeah, I hired Isaiah Newkirk, 
with Fast Cat Coaching. And so he, like, you know, took me from square one and was like, I think one of the first workouts he had me do, like, go, do a 10-minute all-out effort. <laughs> and I didn't even know how to pace myself. I think I went, like, super hard the first For two sure. minutes. And I was like, I can't even finish, finish this. <laughs> Your power numbers just kept going down and down and down and down. So I had no idea, you know, like how to pace myself for a type of effort like that. It was all just new. Um, Well, it's all very different from volleyball and basketball. Right. Yeah, for sure. It's not. Yeah, I had never done like an endurance sport. Right. It's totally different. Yeah. Hmm. So how did you go from cross and crits to... 100-mile gravel races. Gravel races, yeah. Um, It was kind of 2020 where more things were shut down. Like there was like no road racing around here. There were two cyclocross races at Valley. And I did those. But um, during that year, I decided like just for a goal, I wanted to do a longer gravel race. Hmm. Um, I did... Uh, what was in 2020? It? In 2020, yeah. And then I did um, Southwest Iowa Gravel Grinder Swig. Okay, yep. And I came in um, third overall for that one. And so overall? that was that was a 100K one during 2020. Yeah, <laughs> I do remember them having that. Uh-huh, yeah. So it was just kind of heading things, you know, what what was what were available at the time and... I liked the gravel. I mean, we live like less than a mile away from gravel, hundreds of miles of gravel. Right, and right. I love, you live in a great, yeah. yeah. We have to get here. <laughs> right, to get, to get, get on to gravel. gravel. Yeah, so, we basically go past your house to yeah, get on gravel. I love training on the gravel. It just kind of does something for me. Like it's more relaxing and I love to be with na- in nature and you just feel different. A little bit so I knew I wanted to just try out the longer gravel races and so I did some around here and then um, last year I signed up for Unbound 100 mm. and I then I did gravel worlds and also Big Sugar so Unbound 100 I came in fourth place which was like surprising for wow. me <laughs> um, and I had a lot of fun and so um, I was shocked at like how gnarly that course was. It wasn't yeah, in the middle Iowa. of Kansas, right? Yeah, it wasn't Iowa gravel. It's like Iowa and Kansas aren't that far away from each other. Right, but, but very different. Very different, yeah. And just, I mean, the intensity factor was totally different than a local Iowa race and um, definitely felt like a fish out of water. But... Um, the cool thing about gravel is the race is so long that a lot of things can happen. You know, if you... Yes, yes, they can. If you persevere, I mean, a lot of bad things can happen. A lot of things out of your control can happen. But if you just keep on going and keep on pushing and staying positive, like, it's a challenge. It's such a challenge, but it's so rewarding at the same time. So it's more of like an overall experience. Yeah. I would agree. Mm-hmm. I would agree. Yeah. That was 2021. Yes. Which is last year. Uh-huh. You must have just rocked everything out because you're 
on this new team this year. I don't know if it's a new team, but you're new on this. Like you got a bike and everything. Yeah. And yeah, I feel you, very blessed. That's for sure. How did that come about? Um, so I, it came about in um, August. I did Gravel Worlds and I was in a group for about, I don't know, 60 or 70 miles. And I got to know a guy named John Harp. We were riding in the same group and he was with then at the time the Pro Rodeo Labs gravel team so they this year they changed the their um some sponsors and now they're the um mazda lauf factory racing say that um, word again lauf mazda lauf lauf yes lauf. factory okay. racing and lauf um, is your bike yes yeah uh-huh. mazda is your car yes <laughs> not my car but <laughs> right. they have given our team a few cars which that's is awesome. awesome yeah and so I got to know him and we were, I was racing with these other ladies in this group and he was, he knew like all of them. And he's like, who are you? What's your name? I'm like, you're supposed, um, you know, I told him my name. He's like, where are you from? I told him where I was from. And it's like, how does he know these other ladies? And I had no idea who they were, but then come to find out, I'm like, oh, the, like <laughs> these ladies are like very experienced, you know, like who are you riding racers. with? Can you think of their names um, right now? Yeah, like a triathlete, Angela Nate. I don't even know how to pronounce her name. This is embarrassing. Lauf. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Hannah Shell. So I, you know, you get to know a lot of these people, uh, like Holly Matthews from Cinch. And I knew she was on Cinch because she had the the kit. But um, anyway, so yeah, so I was racing with them and kind of got to know him, but then I never saw him after the race or anything. And then um, in October, I did Big Sugar, and I saw another one of the Pro Rodeo Labs teammates, and I actually thought it was John Harp. So I went up to him, I'm like, hey, John, like, or, you know, how did the race go for you? And he's like, have I met you? I'm like, didn't we race... um, there's more Gravel than one person who wears together. that kit. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, but well, his name was also John. Is oh, he? no way. That's yeah. funny. <laughs> I wondered how long he played that game. Yeah. But so, so we made the connection that like, oh, it's a different John. Anyway, um, so I got to know Jonathan Kavner and he had a great race at Big Sugar and... Um, so he's like, actually, you know, we're looking for other people on the team, um, more teammates, um, more women. And he's like, I'm pretty sure we have all the spots taken, but just in case not, would you be interested? I'm like, yeah, sure. (laughs) Give me a call. So, um, he didn't contact me for several months. So I thought like, you know, it's totally fine. Like maybe someday that would be cool. And then just one day he contacted me and he's like, do you want to do an interview tomorrow? And said okay wow. he said send me your race resume i'm like okay what's that it's super <laughs> it's super long it's like, <laughs> i know um so yeah so we just had an interview and got you know got along well and um was lucky enough to be selected to be a part of the team i wouldn't use the word yet. luck you were fortunate <laughs> enough maybe yes fortunate yes. yes you earned your spot that was not luck that was a lot of hard work well, thank Dedication. you. Dedication. Yeah. So what's in the plans for this year? 
Serum, obviously. Yeah. You rocked that out. Serum was awesome. And um, I did the Texas Chain Ring Massacre in uh, January. Unfortunately, I made a wrong turn. Oh, no. When I was coming to the finish line, I was like, I only have 95 miles. That's not right. (laughs) This is supposed to be 100 miles. Anyway, I had made a wrong turn, which was really disappointing because there were some... Anyway, it was uh, it was just good experience. You know, all of these things are like good learning, growing experiences. Um, well, plus a hundred hard miles in January yeah. is a good thing. Yes, like right. That's, it's a good that's training money in the ride. bank for sure. <laughs> for sure. Yep. And so, yeah, with um, for gravel, I have pretty much a full calendar with for gravel racing. Um, my next gravel race is going to be Open Range in Kansas on April thirtieth. Um, and then I'm going to do Gravel Locos in Heiko, Texas, wow. May uh, 14th, I believe. Um, and then after that, I'm doing Unbound 100, sticking 100, with the 100. Yeah, yeah I want to, I would love to win that one. That would be awesome. Would you say you were last year fourth? Fourth. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so you don't have that many people to pick off? Yeah, not too many, right? Yeah. <laughs> no, I mean, it's just crazy. Year to year, these races are so competitive. You have all the mountain bikers and the pro road, world tour uh, roadie people coming, and it's just insane how much competition there is. So it's become the the great melting the, pot. <laughs> yeah, well, the great melting pot and the like, quote unquote, heavy on the quotes, uh, Tour de France. Yeah. Of the U.S. Right. Like, Tour of yes. California's gone, Tour of Georgia's gone, Tour of Utah. Like, mm-hmm. um, it's the thing in the U.S. And so it's it's fun that it's become so competitive and that sponsors like Mazda Lauf mm-hmm. show up and support people like you absolutely. to be able to go do these races. Yes, absolutely. Which is totally awesome because, I mean, without their support, I, would, I wouldn't be doing half of the races you know I'd probably just pick a few and that's all I would be able to travel to and do so so yeah it helps a lot um yeah and then I'm going to be doing let's see like SBT I'll be doing that one gravel worlds again um some BWRs BWR Cedar City BWR Kansas nice and um, also the Iowa Gravel Classic in July here. Mm-hmm. I'll be doing that one. And I'm really excited. I get to go to Iceland and do the True Grit Gravel. No way. Yes. Wow. Race. So that's in July. Wow, good for you. Yeah. Do you need a uh, photog? I better go <laughs> yeah, and uh, film the thing. Yeah, for jump sure. Jump in my bike bag. Yep. <laughs> Might have to lose a little weight, but I think I can fit. Yeah, I'm in there. Yeah, super excited for that. Wow, what great opportunities. And, um, like, you're a mom of four. You have four kids. Mm -hmm. How old is your youngest and how old is your oldest? My youngest is four and my oldest is 11. So I have 11, 9, 6, and 4. And you're doing 100 mile. I think you used the words, like, 100 mile, you can race. Like, you're not doing it just to, like, see if you can finish a hundred miles, you're racing a hundred miles. How do you do that? And juggle a husband and four kids and <laughs> you've got a beautiful home and like, that's a lot to keep up in the air. Yeah, it is a lot. It's a lot, but 
for sure I have support from my husband, number one. Um, Austin is a yes. nice boy. I want that on tape. <laughs> yes. <laughs> He's extremely nice and supports me and, you know, we just have to communicate a lot and talk about schedules and, you know, the kids' stuff comes first, you know. They love to do sports and they're doing sports. There's no way that I'm doing my stuff in lieu of their stuff. Mm -hmm. That's one thing that, uh, you know, we've decided it's like they're growing up, they'd come first. And so... Um, there's stuff this year that like I haven't done because of family stuff, um, already, you know, like with the team, it's like, um, mid South that was going on, but it was like Austin was traveling for work and like two days after we were leaving for a family trip and there's like, there's no way, you know, just, right. um, just have to be more selective and intentional with what I do say yes to, mm -hmm. um, and so, yeah, it's, it's just, I also have a lot of support from my in-laws. Um, do they live in town? They do. Yeah. yeah. And I feel like this is another reason why I feel like I've been able to compete more and do more is because three and a half years ago, my in-laws moved like a mile and a half away. Mm. So nice. yeah, they, and they are grandparents they love to be with the kids and so you know there's occasions where austin and i will go ride together or do a race together and grandma and grandpa come and watch the kids and super helpful i also have um, a sister-in-law that lives here now mm. since we've moved here <laughs> and um she helps watch my youngest sometimes when i go on like long rides she has a son the same age and so they play Perfect. together and yeah we pay her for that and um we've just it's been a blessing to be able to make things work so far it's we've been able to make it work but is austin still racing his bike he is yeah, yeah. yep he has goals for this year and i support him in the in his goals too so. do you i remember when our kids were young um d and i we called it tag teaming yes uh -huh. All right, I'm home. I've got the kids. <laughs> I've got the house. I've got dinner. Yeah. You go run or you go ride, yeah. and then uh, um, then we swap swap places. Uh -huh. But it's it's tough to coordinate. Right. But yeah, it takes coordination. It, it doesn't takes, just happen. Yes. Right. It's it's. I mean, usually Sunday evenings we sit down. We go over the schedule every day. It's like, okay, what is this kid's schedule? You know, who has basketball? What day? Swimming? Whatever. Um, and then it's like, okay, what's your workout this week, you know, from day to day, when are you planning to do your ride? And so that is always talked about. And even like, um, from day to day, it's like, if anything changes, like you're riding at this time, I'll do this time, you know, um, my youngest is also in preschool, so that's helped. So I will do my rides while she's in preschool. Perfect. I was going to so ask helped. when. If you're a morning person or if yeah. Austin's a morning person. Usually a morning person for me. Yeah. Um, yeah, there's been lots and lots of early mornings. <laughs> yeah. Especially when the kids were like all younger or during COVID, they were all here. It's like you get up early and ride or you don't ride. Yeah, you know? <laughs> for sure. What's a week look like for you riding? How often getting ready for a 100 mile race takes 
just hours in the saddle. Mm -hmm. uh, what's your week like? Um, I mean, I do. So if I'm like in training mode for a 100 mile race, I will do one pretty long ride. Well, really long ride. Um, I'll usually do that on Fridays. Oh. Um, because Saturdays it's just busy with the kids and family. And if Austin has a longer ride, sometimes he'll do Saturday longer ride. So I do Friday when my um, daughter's being watched by my sister-in-law. Mm -hmm. <laughs> That's how it's been working this year. Um, and then I'll do like some, usually every ride is like two to, I don't know, an hour and a half to two hours or three hours kind of depends on what I'm building up for with intensity in it. Um, intentional intensity? Intentional intensity, yes. <laughs> do you go outside to do that? Or are you on a trainer? Um, it depends on the time of year. <laughs> Summer, like when it's yeah. nice, are you just... Outside, yeah. Period. I'm, I'll out, I'm outside. Okay. Yeah. Not unless like if there's some schedule conflict and we have to ride at the same time or it's like you go outside, I'll stay here, you know, in mm -hmm. the morning time. Like, because yeah. we don't leave the kids. They're not old enough yet. And right, yeah, right. Our old enough isn't quite ready to, maybe later this summer, he might be ready to. <laughs> well, I promise you someday they will like, <laughs> they all grow up uh -huh. and they will like get homes of their own and they'll have jobs of their own. Mm -hmm. and you guys will do anything you want. It's kind yeah. of fun. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But there's, um, yeah. So it's just like, it depends on the week and what time of the year it is. Um, yeah. So you'll day. get one long ride in mm -hmm. and then mm -hmm. hour and a half to two hours the rest yeah. of the week. Or maybe like another three hour one another time. And then um, I take two days off a week. Like oh, completely nice. off. Oh, that makes me feel so, better. Yeah. So I just ride five days. Perfect. Yeah. Yeah. I think my coach knows that there's a lot of like other stress in my life. <laughs> so a recovery day is like just off the bike and that's yeah. worked really well for me. Oh, that's perfect. Uh, you know, it's inspirational for people who don't think they can do it. Like mm -hmm. you're proving you can do it and you can be competitive in a hundred plus mile race on five days a week, which is awesome. <laughs> yeah. I think that's awesome. Well, thanks. I want to ask about your bike. Sure. You were super excited when it showed up. Yes. Tell me about it. Yeah, the Lauf. Um, I had never um, ridden the front fork, you know, with the suspension. Are you familiar with how the Lauf it, The fingers? Yes. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yes, and it... I mean, the first time I rode it, I was like, wow, like it really does smooth out the road, you know? Does it feel mushy? No, it doesn't feel mushy. Even standing up, going up those hills? Um, no, not that I've really noticed. Like yeah. if, if you're on the road and like standing up for a sprint, there's probably a little bit taken off of that. But I feel like it's for a gravel race, there's the benefits definitely outweigh any possible drawbacks because um, it keeps your arms fresher, longer. Um, with Unbound 100, the thing that was the most painful was my back and my arms. <laughs> it was like, wow, this is really rough. You know, off-road right. cycling can be hard on your core and your back and yes, yes, it can. your arms. And so 
the the thing I noticed right away is like it smooths out it smooths out the road the rough stuff and like when some people are slowing down it's like I'm more confident to like keep on going like see you later nice <laughs> um it just and also the cornering the geometry of the bike is really great for corners um than the bike I was used to I was on um a track bike before and cross bike yes were you riding a cross bike uh-huh. crockett or the crockett the crockett yeah. yeah um so the cornering i feel like is better um just more confidence inspiring i feel mm. like those are the things that i felt like um and also now i have some aero bars on it i've put some aero bars you know on the right gravel course aero bars can be a huge advantage and it's easier to stay in the aero bars with the fork taking off the, you oh, know, sure. yeah. smoothing things out, taking off the bumps and yeah, it's awesome. That's funny. I'm not actually going to make fun of you uh-huh. because <laughs> I did, uh, I think the last time I did, I tried Trans-Iowa, I put aero bars on my cross bike and mm-hmm. I was so self-conscious about that. It was just such <laughs> the wrong thing to do, but yeah. they were perfect. Yeah, they're they nice. They were perfect. They, I loved them, yeah. and I felt guilty about that. But, but you know, it's, it's also a nice place to put your hands. It is a great place, place to put yeah. your hands, yeah, uh-huh. and take the weight off your shoulders mm-hmm. on a long, long ride like yes, that. for sure. So it's not just about being, yeah. you know, triathlete arrow. Right, right, and fast, but it's more of comfort. I feel yep. like if you're comfortable... You're going to have a good day out yeah. there. You're going to enjoy it and you're going to be fast. So. Yep. What is the frame made out of? Uh, carbon. Carbon? Yes. And what's on it? What, uh, like 1 by 11, 2 by 10, um, Shimano, it's, SRAM? It's SRAM. SRAM? SRAM Red. Yeah, it has the Explorer group set on oh, it. Oh, okay, nice. Are you familiar with that? Yep. Yeah, and ha- right now it has the 42 uh, tooth chain ring, but I'm going to change it out to the 44 tooth chain ring. Um, the big ring? Putting yeah. it in the big ring? Bigger. Yeah. Well, actually today, Lauf just came out with a new gravel bike. I don't know if you saw that. Um, and it, it has, so we're actually going to sell oh. <laughs> our bikes, our true grits, and we're getting the brand new ones. Um, the main difference between the new bike is it has wider tire clearance, like up to 57 millimeter 700Z tires. Uh, I was going to get to tires. Yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. Which could be a huge benefit on something like Unbound. Right. Yeah. Of course. Yeah. And like even Big Sugar, I think. Rocky down there. Yeah. The first year of Big Sugar, last year, there were so many people, flats and punctures. Mm-hmm. And I had chosen the 42s. I did. And I was like, I'm really glad I picked a wider, beefier tire. Um, so would you say the new one can handle a 55? 57. 57. 57. It's like huge. It's, it's like mountain bike It almost. is like mountain bike territory. Yeah. And the rear wheel and uh, seat post actually has like 12% more compliance. So it's more designed for like comfort um, and just going fast. So you can't actually <laughs> sleep on it. <laughs> That would be cool. Maybe I could do maybe, the 200 ones. Maybe the... the uh, or the 350 Yeah, XL. do the 350, do yep. the XL. Yeah, take a nap halfway through while you're riding. Just keep pedaling. Yep, yeah, just keep pedaling. Put it on yeah. autopilot, maybe. Well, that's exciting. When are you getting the new bike? Um, in a few weeks. Yeah? A few weeks, yeah. Will you 
take some transition time or just cold um, turkey jump right on and yeah I'd, i'll probably jump right on and see how it feels if anything isn't feeling right it, it's pretty much exactly the same geometry um that's nice yeah it's the race geometry it's designed for speed and um yeah anything different i don't think same group yeah same group set yeah mm -hmm. wow nice yeah and you said you're on 42s or you were on 42s for it depends on the race yeah, yeah. would you ride at serum uh serum i did challenge tires the 40s um mm. the getaways yeah those are actually i really like those so for around here they're great tires but for like unbound i think you need something a little beefier and wider right mm -hmm. right i remember people doing that on just cross tires like 33s and yes yeah going through five tubes <laughs> during the course of the race yep yeah i would love to get your opinion on the big big thing in women's gravel racing mm -hmm. and that is riding with men mm -hmm. um what's your thought on that um my thought is it's great generally um, like for here in Iowa, there's not always a lot of women. And so it's benefited me tremendously to be able to ride with the men and, um, to just, uh, have more people to ride with, mm -hmm. you know, um, I'm actually trying out the BWR races for the first time this year and they have the separate starts uh with the women's field so that'll those be should new... be big enough fields yeah but they should be big enough fields that you can ride with people and you yeah. know um you have that dynamic but i mean i think it's it's just what i'm used to i think it's totally fine um and if a woman is strong enough to be riding with the top men why not you know so but if it if you want to separate the men and the women, that's fine. But like, it'll just be a different race dynamic. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, I'm I'm good with either. <laughs> no, fair enough. Fair enough. I'm easygoing. Yeah, I I definitely understand the uh, uh, argument both sides really. But again, my mm -hmm. perspective is here and D, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and I know that D rides with the men all yeah. the time like uh -huh. that's her world is yeah. riding with uh -huh. riding with the guys um yuli and jeff and brooke and simpson like all those guys are her ride partners even on gravel right and, you know yeah. just because there's a, a number pinned on doesn't yeah. mean she has to let those guys go and right ride on the other side of the road all by herself right yeah she's gonna ride with the group that is rolling with her yeah there's a huge advantage for the woman that's how you get stronger you know you can and that's how you learn the race tactics and that's how i've learned a, a lot is riding with the men around here right so and you do ride with the fastest guys around for sure i try <laughs> for sure how long do you envision keeping this up um so i when i very first started i had this crazy idea to do masters nationals <laughs> when i didn't even i had never even like owned or ridden a time trial bike i thought i want to be the masters nationals time trial champion <laughs> on the road <laughs> on the road yeah that was like my very first like 
dream. Um, and so like in 2020, I got a time trial bike and went to, you know, like started like trying to go down that route. And in 2021, I did the like Elkhart time trials. Um, and how then, would you do there? Um, good. I yeah. would win. Okay. Yeah. yeah. And, um, then I did the Iowa games time trial and I don't know why it's always just kind of been appealing to me. Like I love watching the time trials, you know, the biggest road races, time trial days, and just seeing people like completely suffer. Right. Right. <laughs> There's something just beautiful about it. I don't know, but you know, doing it is like, this is really painful. <laughs> yeah. It's as pure of a, yeah. the sport mm-hmm. that, as you can get. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, originally I was, so I'm 35 this year and I, and I was going to do master's time trial this year. Um, that was going to be in August, but then Lux just a few weeks ago, they asked me to do a stage race. Um, I did the Laverne stage race with them and then they asked me back to do Redlands and Pro Road Nationals in June. So... I'm going to be doing um, Redlands in about a week and a half, and then um, the Pro Road Nationals with Lux this year. And so I took the Masters Nationals and put it on the back burner, and that's something I think I always want to do. Um, but with these other ex- you know, opportunities, it's like I'm just going to go in with those with my eyes wide open and just learn as much as I can. And I get to bring my time trial bike and do a time trial in a road stage race. So that'll be like almost like a dream come true. Like I never thought like I thought like that ship had already sailed for me, you know. Mm-hmm. So Well, Lux, and actually that's what I was going to ask you about, mm-hmm. was uh, the stage race you uh-huh. just did. Yeah. Um, like those are generally young girls, aren't they? Yes, they are. <laughs> a lot younger than me. Yeah. So this year, their like GC rider is thirty-two. Oh, so, okay. So they're not all. So they're all. They're like doing the pro women's one-two races, um, but the men's or when we went to Laverne, it was the boys team were doing the like boys junior races. Mm. Um, And some of the boys move up to the pro depending on, you know, I guess if they're ready or not. So, yeah, just incredibly talented um, young athletes and just athletes in general. And it's more of just like a developmental, professional developmental team, I think, on the women's side, Um, Mm -hmm. just giving women the opportunity to race and and. Yeah, learn about cycling. <laughs> yeah, are you learning a lot riding with them on the road? Yes, yeah. Yeah, it's been a whole different experience learning the team tactics. I've never ridden for a team, you know, so it's always been like just riding for yourself, but it's definitely 100% different riding for someone else, which is really cool. I like it. <laughs> Do you ever have to go back and get bottles? Um. I don't know. We'll see. I haven't had to do that yet. No. Um, just, yeah. But we'll see in Redlands, there is, um, like, they do have a caravan where it's possible, but 
I've never done it before, so I don't know if I should be the person to do it. <laughs> what are the distances of those races? 60s? Uh-huh, 60s, 68, 61. And they're, they're paved? Yes. So it'll probably seem easy to you. <laughs> You're probably like, wait, we're done? Can we do another lap? Oh, I think it, you know, it's funny with the Laverne um, stage race, with the road race, it was like, the first lap was pretty hard, and then we had our GC girl got in a breakaway. So we were like taming it down, taming it down. And Legion was taming it down too because they had a girl in the breakaway. So it was like, this is like, yeah. <laughs> Until like, you know, there were some attacks and it was just really more like opposite ends of the spectrum. You know, like really hard up the hills or like more chill. And so it was a totally different tactic until I got a front, I uh, got a flat tire, <laughs> my front wheel. I, sh I should have had the lout with me, you know? Right, right. <laughs> um, no, I just hit like this huge pothole riding in the group. I didn't see it. And so I had to get the um, neutral support and change out my wheel. And then it was like gravel TT mode. I was like, For I sure. had to chase back and... Right. Um, so about three quarters of a lap after I was able to chase back, get back in the group and then, um, kind of chill out for a few laps as much as possible. And then I attacked the group on a hill and got fourth place. So, so. with Legion folks in there. Yeah. With Dude, some Legion awesome. girls. <laughs> yeah. So it was, it was a fun race. You're yeah. swinging with the big dogs. That's Awesome. Oh, thanks. It was uh, maybe beginner's luck. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Again, you earned it. You earned every uh, pedal stroke. And I think that's awesome. Uh, so you'll put uh, Masters National Time Trial on hold for a minute and do yeah. the pro road race and Redlands. And, yeah, I yeah, figure I could right. do that until I'm 80, you know? Yeah. Right, right. That right. was the thing that like got me like motivated like that was the first goal that I had it was like and I don't know like where it came from like I had never even ridden on a time trial bike or anything but I thought that looks cool like why not shoot for something crazy you know do you envision uh doubling your distance at unbound ever um yeah maybe in the future um I'm really glad that I've decided to do the 100 this year though especially with these other road things happening um i think like racing the 200 like i think i could finish the 200 but i don't know if i would be i don't know how competitive i would be like racing the 200 you have to go really really deep you know and have a lot of deep built-up fitness that takes time and right, so right. you know maybe someday I could do that and I would be interested in doing that. So, yeah, we'll see. Very cool. Well, we'll be excited to watch your meteoric rise in the ranks of cycling. Uh -huh. And uh, Dee will enjoy trying to hang on your wheel on Saturday morning rides <laughs> now and again. She loves when you show up. She loves uh, uh, riding with you. Yeah, I love riding with her too. She's She's like the... Iowa cycling mom to everybody, you know, keeps everybody in check and 
somebody always... said that last year and I was like, I'm never letting go of that. And I kind of have, so I appreciate you bringing that back up. I can't remember who said that, but. She's awesome. She's, yeah. she's watching out for everybody and, you know, just so friendly. She knows everybody and connects people with, you know, each other. And it's just great. Yeah. She's awesome. Well, I appreciate you saying that. Mm -hmm. Thanks tons for your time. I'll sure. let you go. I, yeah. I think Austin will be home with a couple of kids from swim practice yep, here in a little lessons. bit. Yep. And I'll let you get on with your evening. And okay. Thanks tons for your time. Sure. It was Thank great you. to chat with you. Great to chat with you as well. Well, there you have it. Marissa Boaz, mother of four, awesome wife, stage racer, gravel racer, and a great inspiration and role model for us all. If you ever think you can't, think again. As Marissa shows us, where there's a will, there's a way. Be sure to follow her on the gram at Marissa underscore Vanda underscore Boaz, where she'll bring you stories from all her races this summer. We wish her the best. Thanks for listening today. I hope you enjoyed today's episode and continue to tune in. I'll be back next week with Peter Inneman, this year's champion of the Iditarod Trail Invitational, a 1,000-mile fat bike race across Alaska on the Iditarod Trail. You will not want to miss it. Well, if you love the show, please rate and review on your favorite platform. If you'd like to support the show, look for Bike Talk with Dave at buymeacoffee.com. I'd like to thank Daryl Trunnell and Jonathan Kimpson, who took the time to support the show and buy me a coffee. If you'd like to join them, I'd really appreciate it. I'll put a link in the notes. Finally, if you have any ideas of someone you'd like to hear from, message me on Instagram at dmabel122. Thanks again for listening, and I hope you have a great week. <laughs>